The Healing the City podcast is a ministry of the Village Church in Tucson, Arizona. If you enjoy the Healing the City podcast and wish to support it financially, you can go to villagersonline.com, click the We Give tab, and follow the instructions. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Healing the City podcast. My name is Eric Siepen. And I am pastor at The Village Church in Tucson, Arizona. And across from me is the one, the only Mark Crawford, also pastor at The Village Church in Tucson. And today hey, hey. we're going to talk about prayer. But in particular, uh, we have a ministry that we're trying to get up off the ground. And it is its full name is the Monastic Front Neo, Porch. Neo-Monastic Neo Front Porch. Neo-Monastic Front Porch. Yeah. The, ne- <laughs> the monastic front porch. Yeah, it's called the monastic front porch. The neo monastic front porch. But what it's gotten shortened to is the front porch. The front porch. The front porch ministry. And it's just easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's two words. Yeah. Um, and so maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. We could talk about that a little bit, and then in particular, we're going to talk today about prayer and um, maybe the discipline and practice of reading prayer not yeah like a actual prayer that's written out yeah so um the front porch the basic idea of the front porch is um getting together with people in your neighborhood in particular with people who go to, who are in your community so in your church and in this context we're talking about the village so other villagers getting together with people who live near you in your neighborhood um, and praying together for your neighborhood. Yes, yeah, so intentional uh, prayer for your neighborhood. On some kind of regular rhythm. Yeah, some people do it once a month, some people do it every week, some people do it twice a month. It's different. Yeah, and it looks different for everybody. So yeah. at my house, we gather, we eat a little bit, we go into the living room, we sing a song, we pray, um, and then we sing a song and we end. Right. And and over the meal while we're eating, we talk about what's going on in our lives, what's going on in our neighborhoods, um, in the houses around us or the apartments around us. Um, and then when we pray, we reflect back on what we talked about. Um, and that, that becomes part of our prayer. So, yeah, that's in a, in a nutshell, that's yeah. what the front porch is. Yeah. Um, and so part of this, part of this has been how do we then pray? How do we f- pray together? Um, because that's the question that I, well, okay, so we get together and we eat or we get together and we go on a walk and then what? What do we do? Well, you pray. Okay, well, what do we pray about? And that that question of like, okay, so let's talk about your neighborhood. Let's talk about your the houses around you. Let's talk about the people who live near you. Who have you talked to? Who have you connected with? Um, and all of that, it, it's, it's, it, it's about being aware of the people around you and praying for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a big part of what we're trying to help develop in our communities. One is when you come and you're new to our community, that there are neighborhood spots that you're going to be near and you can just join that group. And it really won't matter where you are in your faith journey because, um, that group will kind of adapt to you and, and invite you into their process. And so uh, that's one of our hopes. Um, 
And and to be honest, it, this is uh, so. If you're a villager, you know that this, this is a long process for us, and getting these off the ground is not necessarily the easiest thing in the world. Um, but we're it's, but it's a process that our community is in, and we want this to yeah. be the direction we're moving. And as elders, we're both trying to model that, um, and and show people how that's done. Yeah. So part of that is prayer. Right, and so we've been talking about um, in in our private conversations, not previously on the podcast, but no. we've been talking about uh, like liturgical prayers. Yes, prayers that you you enter into in a regular rhythm. So on Sunday we read the Lord's Prayer, right, out of Matthew six, and then um, we also do the Apostles' Creed, which is is not a prayer, a but prayer. it's a creedal statement of belief. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a reflection on what we believe. Yeah. And, um, and and during um, Advent, we would we encourage our whole community at, at dinner to read Mary's song, yeah, or her prayer. So we kind of go through these things. Uh, there are a number of people in our community who um, reflect on like the Common Book of Prayer, um, which is often out of the Anglican Church. Yes, um, but like the idea that you're reading the same thing at the same time, yes, as believers around the world is is a really um, connecting thing. Yes, for yes. some people. Yeah, and and so uh, one of the things that we have been thinking about doing, and we're in the process of doing, is having a a neighborhood prayer, basically a, a liturgical prayer that not just each group would read, but this will be given as an offering to the entire village and encouraging them at, at dinner or when they're going to bed as a community, as a house, whoever you're with to commit to reading this prayer together and to, to listening to it and to pondering it and to offering it to Jesus. Um, and this comes straight out of our community yes. from one of our elders and his wife, Mr. Mark. So I, I've been working on writing this prayer. My wife did a whole ton of research in in neighborhood prayers and had, cool. had some stuff available for me to read through while I was writing it. So you got a built-in research assistant. Right? Yeah, it was great. She's And she's got like... She has the common book of prayer. She's yeah. got these other Celtic prayer yeah. books. Um, so a very liturgical background. Yeah. Um, so I broke this prayer down into three parts, essentially, with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we made it a very Trinitarian very prayer, Trinitarian which is a big deal prayer. at the village. Yeah. Um, so the first part is the Father. So we pray, Almighty Father, we pray that you would bless our neighbors. We we pray that they would know times of peace and prosperity, that they would be healthy in body and mind, and that you would bring joy in their relationships with family and friends. So the idea essentially comes out of Jeremiah 29, um, where we are praying for the city, we're praying for the health of the city, and and we're praying for the city to prosper. We want our neighbor, we want good things for our neighbors, um, and we would like to see that in their lives. Um, we would like to see them prosper. So that's the first part. The first part is Almighty Father. The second part um, says, Lord Jesus Christ, we pray that you would teach us to love our neighbors, give us eyes to see them as you see them, hearts to serve them in their need, and courage to step in to offer care as we are able. And so the reflection here is to come back to us and to say, how do we love our neighbor? Um, and God, would you make us aware of how we can love our neighbor? Um, and 
So the 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 passage that comes to mind there is the Good Samaritan. So Mark chapter ten. Um, and then the third part is Holy Spirit. We pray that you would move in the lives of our neighbors, give them an awareness of their need of you, strengthen them in times of trouble, and speak words of hope to their hearts. Um, and there, are, my wife and I were reflecting on John, sort of, it's basically John like 14 through 16, 17, where Jesus is talking to his disciples, he's praying for them, um, he's telling them who he is, and he's promising the Holy Spirit. Right. And, and talks about life in the spirit and the movement of the spirit. Yeah. Um, and so really we, we get this idea of we're praying for the, the, we're praying for good things for our neighbors. We're praying for love in our hearts towards our neighbors. And then we're praying that the spirit would move in the hearts of our neighbors. Um, so even though we're, we're praying for good things and that's a beautiful thing to pray for our neighbors, we still want them. We don't just want the good things. We want the good things in God um, and for our hearts to be moved. And so the closing of the prayer is, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we lift up we lift up our neighbors to you and ask that you would pour out on them your joy and love and hope. Amen. Amen. I like that. That's really good. That's really nice, Mark. I like uh I just like the flow. It's very it's it's clean. It's it's simple. It's not overcomplicated. Yeah. It's actually something you could memorize. Yeah. It's it's relatively short. Yeah, and uh, it's something you could read at the dinner table. Your kids could pray. Um, and right now, the way I have it structured, um, that's going to still need a little bit of conversation. Um, I have Jeremiah twenty nine four to seven. Mm-hmm. I have Mark ten twenty five to thirty seven, and John sixteen five to fifteen, which is a conversation about the Holy Spirit mm. um, as scriptures to go along with it yeah and then i also included and i i don't know how much we're gonna include on the we're gonna pass this out we're gonna laminate it every every person every person or family will have one yeah i also included the lord's prayer Mm -hmm. and then um one of paul's prayers out of ephesians okay um at the bottom just as references for people to go to that's awesome yeah i mean our our hope is in this way where kind of grabbing hold of our sort of claim that we're neo-monastic and really inviting our all the families of our church to have this monastic practice that yeah. we know that in the evening all through the city kids and families are op- reading this prayer praying this prayer like in unison basically together um and and having their minds reoriented towards god's view of their neighbors and, and their call yeah, and really, I mean, a lot of this comes out of Jeremiah 29, right? which is where the people of God were in exile, and they're thinking, uh, you know, there's prophets telling them, oh, don't worry, it's going to be a year, right. it's gonna, it don't, it, God's going to come and save us, we're going to go back home, and everything's going to be great, and the Babylonians are going to fall, and, and Jeremiah comes and says, no, 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 it, it's not going to be a year, it's going to be 70 years. Yeah. Don't wait, settle down. Right. Don't, don't just hold on to like, we're going to go home. Settle down and make this your home. Right. Um, be here. Pray for the city. Um, live your lives. Plant right. gardens. Right. Um, and that's what we want here is, is we often, as Christians, we go, okay, well, Jesus is returning. And so I'm, I'm going to create my own little enclave. Right. And I'm going to make my life about this. Right. Um, and, and God says, no, it's, it's about 
praying for the world yeah, and praying yeah. for the people around you and telling them about me. Um, so don't, don't get into your little enclave, but you know, plant gardens and, right. and pray for the prosperity of the city because if it prospers, you prosper and right. all that out of Jeremiah 29. Yeah. No, that's really good. Yeah. And that's the invitation is, is to create places of peace, to find those who are um, friendly to peace and then, to offer all of that to people who struggle to be in peace. Yeah. 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 Through Jesus. So, yeah, we're, I'm excited about this. I think this is a big deal in our discipleship of our community. And so um, I think as this comes out and as Mark probably will be explaining it more on Sundays while I'm gone on yeah. vacation. Vacation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you need to see this as a as a church. And, and anybody else who's listening to this, you'll be able to pick up this prayer off of um, our website and yeah. in the the show notes, probably um, that this is a discipleship thing. You can be discipled through this. This is a, a part of of growing in your faith with Jesus. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited about it. Yeah, thanks, Mark, for doing that hard work. Thanks, Eric. All right, so this is the Healing City podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or thoughts on things that you would like. The many hosts of the Healing City <laughs> podcast uh, to talk about, you can email us at healingcity at gmail.com. You've been listening to Healing the City podcast with Eric Seepin and Mark Crawford. If you like the Healing the City podcast, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>